This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. All right, it is Taz and Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home rocket mortgage push button get mortgage let's get to it third hour here we go the three it is now time for the three we get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with taz and the moose number one the rays force a game five versus the astros that's it as kevin cash said after the game three victory we're gonna we're gonna bullpen their blank i mean and um and that's exactly what the tampa bay rays did yesterday uh, at home at the Trop. Good crowd last two days for games three, afternoon affair, game four, night affair last night. Game got going shortly after 7 o'clock Eastern time, Taz. They win the game 4-1. to one. Verlander on three days rest. Uh-uh, no good for for A.J. Hinch and the Strohs as he struggled through a lot of pitches in four and two-thirds innings of work for him, leaving the game having given up uh, four hits and I believe six runs. Uh, the Rays were good offensively as well as now we've got a big game five. Garrett Cole back at Houston Thursday night. Yeah, listen, uh, you see it all the time, man. For years and years in sports, you know, momentum's a huge, huge thing. And right now, that momentum, that drive, that exuberance uh, is on the Tampa Bay Rays' side. And we'll see if they can keep rolling this wave right now. They've had for the past two days at home uh, in front of a building that, in front of people at a building that usually it's kind of a dead audience and not a real great place to watch a baseball game and all this jazz. But, man, I'll tell you what, they got momentum. Two victories that I didn't expect to happen. To see the Astros now with a, a plethora of pressure on them uh, in this Game 5 situation as the Yankees just sit, rested, waiting, chilling out to see who they're going to play. So let's see if the momentum can keep on rolling for the Rays if that happens and they go down to Houston now on Thursday and the Rays come up with that victory. Well, then you're going to have your your Yanks against the Rays. So I don't know. I, I got a feeling that the momentum is going to stop once they get down to Texas to Houston. <laughs> yeah. I do, but I've been saying that the past two days while they're in Tampa that I thought the Astros would win. But yeah, I didn't think happen. they'd get. I didn't. I'm in agreement with you. I didn't think we'd see a game five in this series, but a game five nonetheless. And that momentum stopper can be no, you know, just all you have to look at is Garrett Cole, right, Mister Double Digit Strikeout Machine. I think 19, 20 times during the course of the year. I mean, it's just been a, you know, 300 plus Ks over the course of the regular season. Had a remarkable year. He comes back home. But even if they win that game, Taz, I mean, it, it's a benefit to the Yankees uh, because the the uh, you know that, that rotation is not going to be set up for game one of the ALCS on Saturday night. And if you're the Rays and you're able to – all the pressure in the world is going to be on the Strohs. They're home, yes. They've got Cole, who I believe is going to win the Cy Young in the American League. If the Rays are able to ever jump out on Houston, right. you know, that lineup for the Strohs, as we talked about, I mean, Tampa Bay had how many hits last night? 13? 13 12, hits. 13 yeah. hits. I mean, Houston, they, that law, that lineup looks lifeless at times for all the stars that they have in that no, lineup. I'd be a little no. concerned, especially if the Rays were able ever to jump out on top of Cole 2 nothing. 
Yeah. Then all of a sudden, maybe you start to see that Astros team press a little bit because they've got a lot of pressure on them to get to the ALCS. Yeah, they do. And and we were talking earlier about some of the guys like Bregman, guys like Springer, guys like Otuve. I mean, you know, they're they're, not, they're bats. I mean, it's not. You don't have. They're not hitting the ball like crazy here. I mean, they're not. I mean, just you know, you get six hits in this game yesterday. I mean, you know, so it's you get your offense is is kind of like. Ugh. You know, it's not great. You got to fix that. Yeah, no doubt. Pressure's on, though. You're right. Yeah. uh, Here is Kevin Cash. Let's hear from the winners first here, Taz. Here's Kevin Cash, the Rays manager, uh, on the game plan last night. We knew going in that we were going to try to get the the ideal matchups for everybody. We weren't going to let anybody face the same pitcher twice. Um, But the guys, the pitchers were just unbelievable how, how, how they executed pitches. Uh, and it, it just kind of laid into the, the next reliever that came into the ball game. Oh, no doubt about that. How about Travis Darno on his lineup, on the Rays lineup, getting to Verlander? We were just getting good pitches to hit. He was falling behind in, in counts, and, and we were getting in some leverage counts, and, and we were able to capitalize. I mean, the, those three runs in the first inning was, was huge for us, especially knowing how great of a pitcher he is, and, and to score three runs against him is, is, is huge. Oh, he did a very, very good job. They certainly did that raised lineup as six different relievers as well. Uh, was able to close out that 4-1 victory. How about for Verlander? Three, I said four and two-thirds. Three and two-thirds, seven hits, four runs allowed, five strikeouts. Through 84 pitches in three and two-thirds winnings of work. Here's the stud righty for the Strohs. Really good approach for those guys in the first. Um, and then, you know, honestly, I, I need those infield singles to be caught. When you don't have it, you need the balls that are put in play on the ground to go your way. Um, and they didn't. Yeah, they certainly did not. And for A.J. Hinch, he said his team will be ready for game five Thursday night. This is why you play. I mean, obviously, we would have loved to have won a game here. We didn't. We have home field. We're going home. We have another opportunity. So, And we have Garrett Cole on the mound, and we have a, an incredible lineup. So, um, sure, I like that we've been there before, but I haven't liked any elimination game. I mean, it's no fun to, to go through it. You like to, you like to eliminate when you have an opportunity. Yeah, and they had two opportunities, Taz, and fell short in both of them down in Tampa on the road. Now they go back home. That crowd's going to be off the charts great. Yeah, but, yep. And and no one expected Tampa to be here. No one expected Tampa to force a game five. Right. And Tampa could go into that game, I, you know, and they've got no pressure on them. If they lose, everyone expects them to lose. Sure. But if they're able to find a way to win, it'll be one of the, you know, bigger upsets we've seen in quite some time. I don't, uh, I'm not involved with sports betting. Uh, but I'll tell you, if I was, uh, this is when I'd, I'd put the farm on uh, the Astros. I just really believe that this is it. Yeah, they're going to be a huge favor. I yeah. think they, last night, I think the Rays were plus 220 and the Strohs were minus 260. Mm. So that means you got to lay 260 to win 100. If you bet 100 on the Rays, you got 220 back for that 100. So we'll see, um, we'll see what happens and where those odds are uh, tomorrow night. We got two game fives as well later on tonight. Yeah. Today, 5 o'clock, first one, um, out in uh, down in Atlanta between the Cards and the Braves and a nightcap, an absolute doozy. It's going to be a fun one out in Los Angeles uh, between the Dodgers and Nationals with Walker wow. Bueller and Strasburg, your pitching matchup. It'll be a little rough. I'm going to watch the, uh, the St. Louis at Atlanta game at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to try and bounce back and forth. I want to watch my Dodgers, but I got a little A.W. wrestling on tonight. On TNT at 8 p.m. Eastern. Yes. So, plug Jones. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to watch that. So, I'm going to be honest with him. Just letting you know. I'll give you a breakdown. Well, at the Taz show on the podcast. Not here. So. We can't talk about it here? Well, we can. But, I mean, I, I, it's a lot. there's going to be a lot to talk about. So, I can't. 
Give like full detail. You gotta I'm not go to asking for full for detail. That. You gotta go to the Taz show. I, I understand you know. that. We don't have to go full detail, but I mean, I could, I could ask you if you like the show or not. What if I said to you, well, you gotta go to download the show, Moose, at radio.com or Apple Podcasts, the Taz show. Okay, then you could say that if you'd like. No, I wouldn't say that. If you ask me that question tomorrow, I will answer. Okay, thank you, Taz. I'm just saying, I, you know, I mean, because, you know, me, I can be a little long-winded at times. You know, so. I, I understand. We're not going to go match-to-match breakdown no. and, and take what you do away from what you do on the Taz show. But, yeah, AEW certainly last week generated a huge audience. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what they do for an encore here uh, later on tonight. It will be a fun one. But I do have a double dip in baseball. Uh, if that is uh, if that uh, tickles the toes as well, you're going to watch a little wrestling, or you're not going to be able. To, you're going to probably watch the baseball game. Uh, so. I, no, I'm going to be over at SNY, so I'll be able to have uh, both TVs on. Nice. At, uh, you got at, a green room with a bunch of TVs, fancy. Uh, there's a green room with one TV, uh, oh. but we we have uh, we have a desk, so we'll have a cubicle there. So uh, what about you the get snacks? A couple TV. Get all snacks. To, yeah, they're yeah. there. End of the night, it's a little barren because they, but because people ravage the snacks. Who's the biggest, you know, glutton, like the, the hog of all the food and the snacks that stuffs them in their briefcase? Like who? Oh, I don't. Too, I don't. On, just I don't know. Me. I have no idea. I'm not. I'm not monitoring the snack. Which X Met is like the biggest, like you know, definitely Zeal. Oh, Zeal, no, Zeal. Zeal's very healthy eating. Oh, very clean. Uh, yeah. Zeal is a big fan of it. Um, those bowls with the tuna in it. Uh, oh, well, uh, poke. Poke bowl, yeah. Poke There's bowl. A, yeah. a great uh, place right downstairs in the, really? the Oculus. Really? Uh, in, uh, we work at Four World Trade Center. Yeah. Um, and so one of the, uh, and right down the Oculus, which is the new transportation hub subway, there's a place called, I think it's called Fresh Catch. Okay. Um, in a little spot. Nice. And um, they have uh, great salmon and great tuna. Tuna, right? Yeah. And uh, they put it with a little spicy sauce and yeah, jalapenos, yeah. and it's very, very good. A lot good. of times it's a Hawaiian spicy sauce. They have a Hawaiian bowl, too. Yeah, there you go. They have a Hawaiian bowl. They have a, you can get a spicy tuna or spicy salmon. You can get the Hawaiian bowl with salmon, too. You can get a mix. You can get noodles. You can get rice. You can get it all. We have a bunch of them on Long Island. Uh, This one I go, uh, uh, Island Poke. Uh, Mikey B, big into poke. We had a chat offline about this in Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, we had a we had a riveting conversation about the poke bowl. That's right. And how delicious it is in Hawaii, obviously, because the the fish is very fresh there. But that yes. market there, that in Hawaii, I don't remember where in Hawaii you are. They're now in the north. What's the name of it? Yeah, I think it was fresh, it might, uh, fresh Catch was the name of the spot. I thought it was there. a different spot. But we may, maybe we're uh, crossing up our poke message. Yeah, well, we have a lot of conversations, you and I. Uh, Mikey B might be on the Taz show. There's breaking news today. He might have a little an audio clip of Mikey B on the Taz show today. Nice. By the way. That's going to drop today. That's going to record today. Afternoon drive, Jones. That'll drop. There you go. Well, plug, Very nice. Plugging away today. Thank plug you. Away. Yeah. Um, Let me know the time. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not going to be. Just so you understand, Moose, he's not going to come on. And Mikey, I should let no, you know. You're playing this. an audio clip. Well, he he'll come, he say? might come on. Yes, yes. I said clip because when I say clip, it's my nice way of letting Mike know you're not coming on for like a 30 minute segment. Okay, this is like just a little clip. Come on, we'll put the stopwatch on. Thirty seconds. That's it. I'll Maybe. get as much in as possible. I'll now, be ready to roll. Put you on for a few minutes. Pete the body had an opportunity like this too, Moose, and he passed. Oh, well, he didn't send the audio. He in was busy to my producer. <laughs> he didn't send. It. He, he didn't. Right, Pete. Remember that? Uh, remember that, that, is, that is correct. Yeah. All right. I'll make up for it. All right. Yeah, you will.
All right, next. <laughs> Number two. Video shows Baker Mayfield shaking Richard Sherman's hand. Wow. Um, right. Yes, it does. After Sherman made a big deal about it after the Monday night victory, dominant 31-3 by the 49ers over the Browns, uh, Sherman talked about the fact, uh, went on social media, that Mayfield did not shake his hand at the coin toss, and video comes out yesterday that he did uh, a number of different videos. I saw one, Taz referenced a couple others that he saw on ESPN as well. Um, and uh, now Sherman's got some explaining to do. Now he's saying it was a petty handshake. Uh, listen, it's, you know, it's, it's it, why lie about it? You know, Mayfield gets a positive rub off of it. Sherman looks like a, a low cl- a low class maroon for calling it out and lying about it. Um, so uh, I don't know exactly where to go from here. Where does it go from here? I think Sherman looks terrible. Um, and, uh, you know, for Baker Mayfield, we'll see when he does address the media, when he gets to get asked this question, if he cuts it off at the knees, learns from previous mistakes, or he adds more fuel to the fire. Uh, and if you're a betting man, you'd probably bet on the fact that he adds more fuel to the fire because that just seems to be the Mayfield way. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Right? It's kind of confusing. Like, we don't understand why like he did this. And then yesterday, like... When you brought it up, I'm like, and I, took a, I had a hot take on this, and I went off on Mayfield. How dare you? Who are you? This guy's a great player. I have no respect. What the hell's wrong with you? You've won nothing. I'm reading Richard Sherman's tweets. You suck. You dummy. You silly man. You Baker Mayfield. And next you know, Baker Mayfield did shake his hand. So, you know, uh, next time, um, we will, as a unit here on the show, we will make sure before we have hot takes that we have facts. Well, the video wasn't out. True. I mean, so we went off what we went off on. And, uh, you know, I'm not watching the pregame handshake. It wasn't at Levi Stadium. So we took somebody at their word. I guess it's a, a lesson here. Don't believe everything you hear. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I think that's the that's the other thing. Here. Why would why would Sherman lie? I mean, he's he's the only one that can answer. Maybe he doesn't remember it. Maybe he's used to guys shaking his hand after the coin toss and was bothered that Mayfield ran away. Maybe uh, I, I don't know. Only he can only he can look at. It. He's looking to move on. A guy that created the firestorm right. is now looking to move on. Yeah, so he's embarrassed. He looks like an idiot. Well, that's it. You know, and the thing is, like maybe it was a thing that maybe Baker gave him fish hand. You know fish hand, right? Yes. Like sloppy ass handshake. You yeah. Know, fish I, hand Jones. Yeah. Like a flounder. Yes. Maybe he did that and just looked them like uninspired. And meanwhile, Richard Sherman was hugging all the other guys on the Browns. Yeah, it wasn't the video. Yeah, right. Well, this isn't a job interview, as I mentioned earlier. Right. You know, it's, you're not going to be judged based on the uh, the grip of your hand or whether or not it's dry or wet from nerves. I mean, they, this is a case of you know before the game it was kind of uh, it wasn't your traditional handshake. There wasn't a br- embrace. Guys weren't looking lovingly into each other's eyes. This was a case of. Uh, Kind of a uh, put the hand out there and move on to the next guy. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down uh, to. But the hand was extended by Mayfield. Right, and that's all you need to do. You're right. We got another one? Yes. Number three. Sam Darnold cleared to play Sunday versus the Cowboys. He is. So positive diagnosis. Mono has knocked him out the last uh, you know four weeks, last month uh, for Sam Darnold. After, after their week one loss against the Buffalo Bills, Taz. Uh, the spleen, uh, it is uh, now fine. Uh, the uh, swelling is down, no longer inflamed. 
Uh, he could take contact. He's no longer just throwing the football and non-contact drills. Uh, he'll be back under center for the Jets as they take on the Cowboys 425 on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, at I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. That's good. It's good. It's good for this kid to get back on the field and do what he does. And, you know, thank God he's he's good from it and, and he's cleared. I'm sure you got to stay on those antibiotics. That's the key. You got to stay on those antibiotics all over the end. You know me, I'm not a doctor. I just play one on the radio, yes. as the expression goes. But yeah. yeah. So, yeah, no, hey, listen, it's a weird thing that a guy this age gets mono. A lot of people get it once they're, like, in high school. Um, the kissing disease, as some call it, or sickness. I can't remember, you know, what the, uh, the Yeah, I think it's is. kissing disease, kissing right? Disease. Yeah. Kissing, sa- yeah, yeah. I mean, right. Uh, whatever, swapping yeah. of saliva. Yeah, uh, make so, out jokes. Whatever you want. Right. Not sharing cups, well, making out, tongue kissing, whatever it might yeah. be. Uh, whatever your fancy is, that's how you can get mono. Sure. He got it at 22, 23 years of age. You're right. Usually it's something that affects uh, you when you're a teenager. Correct. Uh, the window. Right. Yeah. And you're exploring your boundaries. One way to put it. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So there we go. Go Jets. J-T-S, Jets. He's back. Now we'll see what Adam Gaze does with a quarterback uh, under center. The offensive line is still a massive issue for the Jets, as, as we've seen here through the first, you know, Four or five weeks of the NFL regular season. They'll get Chris Herndon, their talented tight end, back from a four-game suspension. He'll play this week. Uh, Gase's offense has been the worst statistically in the NFL, uh, but he's also been playing with a third-string quarterback. Now let's see what that offense does um, and how improved they are. If the line doesn't improve, Taz, I don't know how much better that offense is going to be because they've been dreadful. I know. I know. It's a massive problem, and you see that in the NFL. Like There's teams that... Either have a strong offensive line or don't. There's like almost no in between, yeah. you know. And it, it, and the Jets are in that in that that convo right there with a weaker offensive line. They're a home dog, I believe, too, right? Oh uh, yeah, rightfully so. With the Cowboys, yeah, yeah rightfully so. so. As the Cowboys have lost two straight now, looking to get themselves to four and two uh, after back-to-back well, losses against the Saints and the Packers. So there you have it. Your three big headlines here on this Wednesday morning. Darnold back for the Jets. The, the handshake that Richard Sherman forgot between him and Baker Mayfield. And then, obviously, you've got Game 5's galore in Major League Baseball. As the Rays force a Game 5 Thursday night down in Houston, you got two of them today and tonight as the Braves entertain the Cardinals and the Dodgers entertain uh, the Washington Nationals out there in Chavez Ravine. It's Malusis, it's Taz. It's Taz and the Moose on a Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. That's right. On a Wednesday morning, as we roll right up until the uh, top of the hour, download that podcast each and every day, radio.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher. Taz is going to be dropping a new Taz Show podcast later on this afternoon. Check that out as well. Uh, Bogish is in the house. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Moose. Hey, Taz. Hello. Good morning. The Houston Astorps, as I wrote in my script, went 0 for 2, trying to close out the Rays in Tampa Bay. Starting Justin Verlander on short rest in game four last night didn't work. Three and two-thirds, four runs, seven hits. Three of those runs came in the very first inning. Once I got out there, I pretty quickly realized the control just wasn't where I would like the fastball, and then the slider was just... uh, Kind of spending all night, really. I uh, wasn't doing a whole lot. So How is about that... the yellow towels? It's a little yeah. bit of a, I got a problem with that. Of course you do. I have a problem with that, what they're doing in Tampa Bay. Okay, I understand they got that little starburst gimmick in their logo, and it's gold, athletic gold. It's a ray of sunshine. Yes. Yes. I didn't think of that, but got it. Okay, so I have a problem because it's a complete hack job on the Pittsburgh Steelers fan base 
and the terrible towel. Complete hack talk, hack job. When Verlander's coming off the mound, they take him out of the game. Um, they're doing the towels. They're clapping, going crazy. It's annoying because it shouldn't be yellow because it looks like the Pittsburgh Steelers do. The fan base. Hello? What Anybody co- no, paying I'm, attention? I'm trying to think. Yeah, no. What color would you like it to be? Blue. Their colors are blue and blue and, and gold. It's like a navy blue, right? And like a yeah. royal blue. And a light blue. Like a and sky a light, blue. And a sky blue or Columbia blue, they might call it. They could. That's true. That's true. I think it's Pantone 211. Uh, uh, 212. Oh, sorry. So the thing is, you could do that, Moose. Maybe a baby blue, Carolina blue, yeah, you could Columbia do that. blue. Uh, Doesn't a, the yellow cut through a little bit more, though? But it's been done for decades by the Pittsburgh Steeler fan base. Hey, listen, Mike, you're big involved with the Steel City. You know that. Your wife and oh, all. Oh, yeah, the terrible towel. Am I right oh, or wrong? I... Did you see what they did with that? No, it's a little bit of a hack of the terrible towel. It is. Towel. I, I Come on, see. men. Am I the only it's, guy well, who sees as, the, Am I the only observant person in this company? It's not as bad as what the yes, Ravens did. Yes, you're the did. only observant person in this company. I mean, I notice these things. And why is it so freaking hot in here right now? It's not warm in here. It is. It's like 67 degrees. Feeling the pressure of your towel take. Yes. Yes, that's it. <laughs> Maybe you need <laughs> a towel. We'll so. wipe you off. Yeah. Right? Towel. You will do nothing of the sort, Mike. <laughs> you will wipe worry. nothing on me or off me. So listen, here's the thing. They Dirty. should not be using... They should not be using athletic gold towels. I just wanted to say that on the radio here, and and that's my. So uh, even though they have, even though they have gold in their in their kind of. Dude, you got to search for the gold. It's the starburst on the. It's their right jersey. on the back of the mound. The mound. I'm not looking at the mound. I'm looking at their uniforms. On the, it's on the on the font under the Rays logo. I get it. It's the starburst. Yeah, thing. right. And I'm that starburst a, is on the back of the mound. I, I get it. Well, no, listen. My point I, is just a tiny part of so the nobody, color. So nobody can use the gold or yellow towels. I, I I believe in originality, and the Pittsburgh Steelers and their fan base did it first. I, so well, I, they are yeah. the first. I don't disagree with you there. So why would you copy them? What about a yellow pom-pom? Nothing yellow. So the Steelers have copyrighted okay. yellow. yellow. The color it's, yellow. It's pretty right. obvious I can't cut through to either of you what I'm trying to say. No, the you can ma- cut through. Well, I'm trying if to I don't ex- agree. It's, it's, well, it's a little annoying. Because what, what I'm trying to say, because this is, a, my observations are on point. Yo, guys. Their main colors are the blues, right, not athletic gold. So maybe light blue would have worked as, yes. a, as a towel. Then I'd have no problem. There'd be no topic. But the navy blue uh-huh. wouldn't have looked good. It would have well, been right. too dark. You you're need right. the light the light spark. Now, what would you say the Mets' main colors are? Blue and orange. Royal yeah. blue and orange. Okay. Next. So in when they were in 06, when it was the uh, – uh, when Beltron struck out to mm. Wainwright and the Cardinals marched on to the World Series, right? That game sitting at sitting at uh, Chase Stadium that night with my dad. Uh, they made an announcement. You know, we're about to go on the airwaves. Get the towels out. What color towels were the Met fans waving at City Field that night? Orange. No. Yellow. No. Red. Nope. Green. Nope. Blue. Blue. Nope. Black. Nope. White. White. All right, but white's visible. Well, that's interesting. I, I, I get your point. I like the quiz on, on the colors. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, no. Uh, yeah. I mean, but that is not their main color scheme. But hold on a second, sir. That's uh, Now your example went from good to bad. How did because, it go to bad? Because, okay, they're at Shea. Their home uniform, they're wearing their whites, their pinstripe. Probably, they were probably wearing pinstripes. With the royal blue pinstripes. I think actually in that game they were wearing, they were, the, non-pinstripe yeah, they were wearing okay, the non-pinstripe. Okay, they were wearing the non which white. is even more white. There's no pinstripe in it. So you, you did the setup where you said, okay, here's the deal. Here's the deal. 
what color is the Mets uniform, the main colors? And I said, like a sucker, raw blue and orange. I never said the color white. Okay, but no one else, to, to, counter, to, to come back at you on your point, no other sports team that I can remember, I'm sure it's been done, but I can't anyone that staples wearing using a white towel, waving a white towel, shaking the white towel. Uh, can you think of it? I can't. Well, I mean, they do it in college all the time. Penn State does it all the time. Well, they do a white out. That's a different thing. Oh, come on. Well, and they're waving the white. No, right. not only do they they're wearing the white shirts, but they're waving the, the white out. pom-poms or white towels. I'm, just bringing, up an, that I'm that, just bringing up an example that yeah. of teams that don't necessarily use the main color. And, no. yes, they have white in their uniform because they're home, but right. their main color is blue and orange. Right, correct. Of course. I have tons of Mets stuff. Yeah, no, I, I'm not you saying it that. for you that yeah. you don't know. I'm just saying the very fact of, of a team in that game and, you know, they made sure that the, those towels were handed out to everybody and those towels were being waved left and right. I mean, I, I get it. Uh, you know, I, I just think for them, it probably in a place that's got lacks little to no life. I mean, it's kind of like a, you're playing in a dungeon when you're playing I at just, the trop. You needed I, something to kind of break I through understand. a little bit. It don't have to be go- yellow. Look, you know what 1975 is? A year? That's right. It's the year. Good job. It's a year that the Pittsburgh Steelers... You know, started the terrible towel. I'm not disagreeing with you that they didn't start the oh, terrible towel. I feel towel. like you are disagreeing with something on this topic. Um, I don't know why you're not seeing their colors are not gold. I don't have. Why can't the can't we? I mean, the Rays have won nothing. You want me to give them something because they've won nothing? No, no, I don't want to give them anything. They're, they've got to go out there and earn it. Uh, I, I just didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. That's all. I'm really upset over it, and I, I think it's wrong. I can okay. tell. I can tell you're bothered. And, and then you go. Then you go to my Met fit, my Met fandom. And you go to my team, and now you bring that up because you were sitting there. And now you're bringing that up because they were wearing white, waving white towels. Which I got to be honest, I didn't remember they were waving, waving white, ta- white yeah. towels. Which is stupid of them because what does a white towel mean when you wave it? Then you give up. Well, they were. Come on. Ah. I don't think everyone's reading all that much into it, but oh, it didn't. was not using the color scheme. I'm just saying. That. You know yes. the wave white towels. Yeah. <laughs> that means you give up. Yes, wave the white flag. Correct. And what does it mean when you wear wave a white flag at NASCAR? Exactly. Well, it's the second to last yeah. lap. Race is almost over. That's right. I just right. want to make Go sure home. you guys knew that. Right. I knew that. I knew it too. Correct. We do they, right do they now, do a white and green flag? Is that what they do? Green flag, I Before think. Before the checkered means, flag. What's the green um, flag. That might be. They have a lot of weird um, details. Does that mean the? Is that mean the restart of the race yeah. where there's the three lap exactly. after? Exactly. Okay. Yes. There you go. Thank <laughs> you. Um, I, I didn't like the towel. No more yellow towels for the Rays, Taz. <laughs> if I was running the yes. public relations or whatever you call it there with the Tampa Bay Rays, I'd be like, this is an outrage. This Pittsburgh Steelers do this. <laughs> well, if you were running it, it wouldn't have ever happened in the first place. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Right. Uh, so the Rays did win the game last night in spite of their towels, 4-1, forcing a game five tomorrow night in Houston. The Yankees waiting in the ALCS. Game one is Saturday, either in Houston or with the Rays going to the Bronx. Yankee closer Araldis Chapman hurt his hand during Monday night celebration in Minnesota, apparently hit by a champagne bottle. He's expected to work out with his teammates today. Then it's game five in Atlanta and in L.A. The Braves and Cardinals at 5.02 Eastern with Mike Fultonavich and Jack Flaherty on the mound. Walker Bueller and Steven Strasburg start for the Dodgers and Nationals at 5.37 Pacific. The cancellations continue in China with the government still pretty angry at Rockets GM Daryl Morey for tweeting his support of Hong Kong protesters last week. Media availability with the Lakers and Nets canceled today. That was ahead of their preseason games in the country later this week. Signs for those games being taken down today in Shanghai. 
also canceled a Lakers community event, but the game's still scheduled to be played at the moment. Last night in Philadelphia, the Sixers won their preseason game with the Guangzhou Long Lions, 144-86. As mentioned back in our first hour, Ben Simmons hit his first three-pointer ever in an NBA uniform. I mean, I work every day, so to me it's like, you know, shows. I'm in the gym every day putting in work, so... I mean, I feel like it's paying off. Simmons missed his first 19 threes, counting the preseason, regular season, spot too. I think and they were only up 30 at the time. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, he was smart enough not to take them. <laughs> so now he's trying to knock a few down. The last time he hit a three-pointer in an even relatively official game, he was still at LSU. It was November of 2015. <laughs> he went almost four years be- between three-pointers. <laughs> At least he's working on his game. I don't like to say things like this, but I feel like I would have found myself open for a three-pointer, and I would have hit it had I played a full NBA schedule point. for four years. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Thank you, Moose, for your support. <laughs> uh, Knicks forward Marcus Morris not expected to be punished for bopping wizard Justin Anderson on the head with the ball during Monday night's game. On ice last night, the Carolina Hurricanes are 4-0 after a 6-3 win in Florida. That's their first regulation victory this season. The first three came in a shootout and twice in overtime. And the Connecticut Sun beat the Washington Mystics 90-86. So the WNBA Finals are going the distance. Game 5 in Washington tomorrow night. Deladon play in that game? She did. Did not play as well as she did back in game three. Only yeah. I think 11 points last night. Uh, we come back. The Flyers, uh, well, they're adding a room uh, to the Wells Fargo Center. We'll explain what room they are adding. And we got the undercard for you as well. It's Taz of the Moose here on a Wednesday morning. We got the towels out. We're waving them. Huh. White, yellow, red, black, blue, whatever you. Uh, right here on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is Justin Tuck, two-time Super Bowl champion with the New York Giants, and you listen to Taz and the Moose. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Time right now to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. This question is from Josh down in Baltimore. Moose, you're in on the all-in on the Redskins. I don't know about all-in anymore. And the Nats, I am in on the Nats. Uh, Wizards next with the Knicks uh, being so bad. No, I'm not going to jump ship. Uh, I'm still sticking with the Knicks. And I haven't, I haven't, it's not like I'm not a Yankee fan. I'm, I've just taken the, uh, um, I've just kind of a little smitten with the Nats this year. I'm rooting for the Nats to get to, to have a deep playoff run. But you know, well, I could all end tonight with Walker Bueller. I think it's going to end tonight. <laughs> but I've been saying that for two days. Yeah. But, you no, know, I mean, it, it, in, and you're, they're home. They've been the better team. They were better in the regular season. I just hopefully we get a great game, uh, which would be fun to watch. But uh, no, uh, to answer your question, Josh, I'm not all in on the Wizards. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices, excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every single day. And the Philadelphia Flyers have done something interesting uh, because, uh, you know, they're transforming a little bit the Wells Fargo Center. Um, And what I mean by that is they now have a rage room where fans can go in and break stuff down in Philadelphia. Um, (laughs) They won't have to take out their frustration by throwing, you know, wristbands onto the ice. They can take simply take swings at a television, shatter some glass instead and not have to clean it up. It will officially be dubbed the disassembly room and is described as such in the release. 
The concept is definitely one of a kind and non-traditional. I would say that's true. Uh, that's true. We can, we ran the concept by some of our fans who told us they thought this would be a fresh way to have some harmless fun. I've never heard of a rage room being before the design team pitched the idea. Now I can I can't wait to get in there and take a few whacks. This is. Uh, uh, Valerie Camello, uh, Flyers and Wells Fargo Center President of Business Operations. The Rage Room style space allows fans and guests a stress relieving outlet amid all of the game action. Uh, through scheduled sessions, they can be reserved in advance. Participants wearing protective gear can smash, break, and unleash their rage upon everyday items like televisions and dishes using bats, sledgehammers, and more. Some of the items that can be disassembled might even bear the logo of the opposing team. Mm. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I think that I think every team should have this. It's, it's different. Except the Patriots and the Yankees. They yeah. used to win it. <laughs> Everybody else should have it. Mets, yeah. Bills, Jets. I mean, there's a bunch. I, uh, you know, yeah, that should have. He was saying we should have one here. Well, yeah, I have a few lines on that. I think Damn that's right. very funny. Uh, yeah. uh, I think. Well, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Mark Chernoff's office is pretty big. We could use that. You can't go in here. <laughs> Imagine walking in and, you know, well, here's the one thing I would uh, just like looking at it. I would want a room where I don't have to reserve space because I might want to go in after the second period after the Flyers give up three goals in the second period and mm. let out a little frustration. Say I have that time and I'm not able to go to the disassembly room, Taz, or the rage room. Because that time's already been booked by somebody else. And then I book a time for the rage room, and the Flyers are winning the game 6-1. But I've got nothing to rage about. I'm not angry at that time. I'm celebrating. I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. Now, I have to have some vent-out frustration maybe about some other things. that I could take some, uh, you know, a television or a mirror or glass, what have you. Uh, But I also feel bad for the poor souls that have to clean that place up. Yeah, that's true. We can hire a whole staff for that. I mean, yes. the guys that came in early to pick up after Boomer spilled his coffee, they could come in and do it. Maybe that's why they were here, Pete, when we saw him. They we, just left. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Coffee. Boomer's got a rage room in the back. Oh, he don't need a rage room. Everything's rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> yeah. Boomer Esiason. Me? This is Boomer Esiason. Now, do you think other teams will do this? Or do you think this is flyer specific? I do think other teams will do it. You do? It's a great idea. Why wouldn't they? It's awesome. See, I, it's a very you, Philadelphia thing. Yeah, though, yeah that's what I'm my that. point yeah. being. Do you think, you know, could you see the L.A. Kings unveiling a rage room? <laughs> no, probably not. That's well, you know, the, the Winnipeg Jets? Uh, probably not. Right, James Dole and the Rangers? I, I, you know, I think it's, you know, Philadelphia's tough. They're harsh. The fans are very, very tough. I think it works perfectly for the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. Well, Down at the Wells Fargo Center. So they've got themselves a rage room. Um, and we'll see how that works out here moving forward. Different. Kind of being ahead of the curve a little bit, uh, and certainly a, an intriguing idea. All right, here we go, the undercard. Taz and the Moose present the undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, Michael. All right, um, let's see here. Candystore.com did a survey of 40,000 people and found this candy to be America's least favorite on Halloween. Which candy do you think it is? Almond Joy. Incorrect. Uh, that parents don't say it again? All right. 40,000 people. I, 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 I was doing something else 40, for the show. 40,000 people surveyed. 40,000 people surveyed. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I'm, I'm going to lose my mind here. 
I, I, there's been a problem here for two friggin' years. That if someone doesn't have that undivided attention on everything that's happening in the show while we're multitasking, all of us multitask, we're doing a morning drive show. We're all multitasking, wearing multiple hats. So if I don't hear every single word that one man on this show says, it is not a catastrophic thing. Mike, please repeat the props of your question. CandyStore.com did a sur- survey of 40,000 people and found this candy to be America's least favorite on Halloween. Which candy do you think it is? Skittles. Incorrect. I was surprised by this. It's the candy corn. Oh. Mm. A lot of sugar. Well, uh, it's all sugar, but, you know. It's terrible. Uh, I'm not, you know, it's not up there. It's I not, I like, uh, you don't like candy corn? I like candy corn. Um, no, I'm saying it's not up there as one of my least favorite. Do you like candy corn? Uh, I don't mind it. My kids love it. They love candy corn. I used to like it probably more when I was a kid than I do now. I haven't had, uh, maybe I had a couple last year after my kids went trick-or-treating. Uh, it's not something I'd go, you know, at the grocery store and around Halloween pick up candy corn. It's all over the place now. It's not like I'm getting a bag. You know what I mean, Taz? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. Listen, it's very, there's so many d- different candies you can go. I, I mentioned my least favorite chocolate bar is Almond Joy. I'm not, I hate Almond Joy. That, that does nothing. It's <laughs> funny. I, I actually like Almond Joy. I mean, I don't love it, but I, I actually, it's funny. I have a protein palm on the way home that is a, a, a healthy version of an Almond Joy. A yes. coconut flavored chocolate? Coconut with almonds in it. Okay. With uh, carob chocolate instead of regular um, chocolate. You know what candy bar I used to love that's obviously not very popular? Um, I used to love the whatchamacallit. Oh, that was great. Whatchamacallit's yeah, great. It's not great. a very popular candy right. bar, right. but um, and you, you don't find it all over the place. But if you ever run in, if you've ever tried oh. to, I used to love a whatchamacallit. I haven't had it probably in about 10 or 12 years, but yeah. whatchamacallit was always a solid candy bar growing up. Love it. I'm I'm a heavy-duty Reese's Peanut Butter Cup guy. Oh, the, those are great. What about a candy bar, though? Oh, you don't look at it as a candy bar? Reese's Peanut Butter Cup? No, that's not a candy bar. It's a peanut butter cup. Well, it's in the candy section. Oh, well, if you a candy that's in a bar well, form. You go to a gas station, and you, you're going to... I know it's you know, in the candy section. Right next to everything. Yes. So what's your question? I'm paying attention this time. What's your question? Favorite candy bar. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. There you go. <laughs> All right. So you're saying because it's not a bar. It's yeah, Snickers. Cups. I, 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 let me answer the question, please. You don't have to go I was lit. giving you varieties. Well. I was giving I know, you I some know, examples of candy bars. Unfortunately, I know candy too well. Yes. Uh, I wish I didn't. <laughs> I'm a, I, I love Snickers. Okay. I'll give you the best of both worlds because I actually do love them. The Snickers gimmick with the peanut butter in it. There you go. Oh. Is that, the, does the, that yeah, work that's, for you, Moose? Well, it's a candy bar. All right. I, I, if I asked you for your favorite chocolate snack and you said Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, that would work. So now we're putting Reese's Peanut Cup in the it's box not, of a snack? Well, it's not a bar. Why is it in the candy section? I, I, I guess. Okay, what if I said a payday bar? You're, that's a bar. Yes. The word bar is in the name. Yeah, Baby Ruth. I had a bad experience with Baby Ruth. That's a can. Is that a, not a candy bar? Can I tell you my experience? Yeah, but is that I'm, no I'm answer? My question. Is that a candy bar? It is a candy bar. You're oh, correct. Thank you. What's your experience? My with dad Baby Ruth? years ago. My yeah. dad, when I was a kid, he worked in vending. So a lot of times he would bring home, like for us, we'd have boxes of candy. Somehow sure. they, they fell off the back of his van, and we'd have boxes of soda that would end up in our garage. Like cases, dude. Like, I'm talking a lot. Yeah. I don't know where he got this stuff. He just said, I'd had extra. <laughs> and she's telling me all the time, Dad, where are you getting this? I'd had extra. <laughs> extra. I got 6,000 baby roots in my room, but you nice. probably don't let no one see them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, <laughs> we got extra. So, anyway, 
I'm, I'm, I'm six years old. I'm pounding Canada Dry Seltzer. You got to trick them up before they know we got them. We had I. Anyway, so I get this baby roof. I opened it up. I was a young kid. There was a roach in it. Ugh. It Fresh got, candy bar. It got in the, I guess he was getting the left. I don't know what he was getting, the old candy. I'm like, my mother got mad Could at him. Could have sued him. My dad? Yeah. I should have sued my dad? No, oh. the maker. Oh, open up a wrapper, and there's a candy bar. It's got a roach in the candy bar. Well, let me give you the backstory. It's a lawsuit. He used no. to, he used to want, you're right. But back in the 1977, bro, nobody gave a rat's ass about oh, lawsuits. I, I know, I know. It was hardcore. You know yes, how it was. I, New York City, bro. You know, bro. So here's Protein. the thing. My Terry dad, chest. so one of the stops he used to make was in, uh, was at a hospital with a vending. Yeah. In a little area of Brooklyn that you'll be familiar with called Bedford-Stuyvesant. Yeah. So at that time, Bed-Stuyvesant was a little rough. Yeah, not a great area. And I think there was maybe a lot of roaches running around the concession area of the hospital. I'm sure there were. But it got into the wrapper, and since then, Ugh. all kidding aside, I've never touched a baby Ruth. I wouldn't again. touch a baby Ruth either. Yeah, That's never disgusting. Again. So <laughs> I agree with you, Taz. I would, I would I'd swear up baby Ruth the rest of my life. That's unbelievable. A, was the roach? The roach was obviously dead. Was dead. Right? Yeah. And I didn't know. I thought it was an ant. My uh. mother goes, "That's not an ant. Turn it out!" Yeah. She's screaming at me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I, I was terrified. Thanks for believing. My mother's that's... sometimes a little dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? A little intense. Uh, uh, all right. Next. Did I tell you that I was in the bathroom with Barry Trotz? <laughs> you did earlier in the show. Uh, the uh, New York Giants are going to be without everybody offensively for Thursday night. No Wayne Gallman. No Sterling Shepard. We know about Saquon Barkley as well, and Ingram's also Evan out. Ingram. Would it be smart for the Giants just to play Eli Manning because he has such success versus the Patriots? No. Uh, yeah, I agree. No. <laughs> totally agree. No. Yeah, no. Wait, well, this is the Eli's going to be like, pound salt. Uh, what are you, throwing right. me to the wolves? <laughs> I mentioned before, the weather forecast yeah. is 25-mile-an-hour winds and heavy rain. Now, that could change, obviously, but that's the weather forecast. I've got no offensive weapons. Hey, Eli, start this game. What is going on? No. See, uh, the wind yeah. will actually take his uh, sputtering ball and make it actually direct. The wind will help him. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. Should be coaching football, Mike. <laughs> Off the line. We're all overpaid. <laughs> Not here. Um, uh, <laughs> thanks, Pete. Uh, Bogus mentioned this in his update. He said if he was in an NBA game for a full season, he could hit a three-pointer, unlike Ben Simmons has done for the previous couple of years. Do you think if you were an NBA player and play a full regular season of NBA games and, let's say, got 10 to 12 minutes a night, you could hit a three? Yes. Oh, wait. I, I, no, I don't think I can. I'm not. I don't think I could. No. How long? How long do you have to play? You get ten to twelve minutes 10, tonight. 12 you're playing minutes 80 tonight, games. Eighty games. In eight hundred minutes of basketball over the course of a year, could you hit a three? A lot of garbage time too. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That's I a mean, lot of time. Yeah, I guess I. Could. Yeah, I could hit a three. I could shoot. I mean, I could shoot. Oh yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, I could hit a three. Uh, now, obviously, uh, hopefully, I'm not being guarded by a guy that's six eight. Well, but you get yeah, a, you get a, if you give me if you if I'm able just to throw get it under his legs, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the under the armpit, right, armpit. right, right. Yeah, bounce it off the top of the backboard <laughs> and in, right? I know, right? Yeah, make it an ESPN highlight for the rest of your life. Yeah, uh, true. At true. some point, yeah, that's very true. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, 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 at some point, I'd believe I'd get some sort of a look, I, I, I or a cu- at least a couple. I think I could hit a three. Yeah. It's amazing that Ben Simmons is, you know, it's amazing that all this time over four years, and maybe maybe it's changed as that he has not been able to develop that outside shot. 
We'll see. Maybe it's changed here for the upcoming 76ers. He's going to need to be able to I do know. something from the outside. Well, Lord knows he had enough time to work on it, yes. so we shall see. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, good show, Taz. Enjoyed yes, it. Uh, Steve Phillips for joining us earlier on in the program. Mike Pete across the way, bogus with your updates. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. All the baseball will be back tomorrow to react. Uh, and enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Till tomorrow, everybody. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 